Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, the title of today's message, Zion's first sermonic message of 2024 is Living with Authority. Living with Authority. Beloved, when you gave your life to God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit, and beloved, when you got baptized or rebaptized in some situations, I can imagine that you and those who were there to support you were happy. So happy that your life was changing for the better on your way to striving to be your best. Amen. Now, beloved, I cannot imagine that the clouds opened up like they did when Jesus got baptized. That the Holy Spirit descended upon you like a dove. Like the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus when he got baptized. That God spoke from heaven over you for all to hear. This is my son or daughter in whom I am well pleased. Like God spoke over Jesus when Jesus got baptized. But, beloved, I do believe that on the other side of glory, God, the angels, and the cloud of witnesses were glad. Praise God. But, beloved, I do believe that from the other side of glory, God sent the Holy Spirit to take up residence inside each and every one of you, beloved. But, beloved, I do believe that God, on the other side of glory, expected for you to begin to walk in your God-given authority as a daughter and as a son of God. I believe that. Well, beloved, in our being Christians, in our being Christ-like, in our being Christ followers, when we look at what happened to Jesus after he got baptized, I think we can see the expected plan, path, and trajectory for our own lives. Amen. For after Jesus got baptized, inaugurating his ministry, after he had done battle with Satan in the wilderness, the account from the gospel according to Mark reveals in Mark 1 and 21, and they went into Capernaum. And straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. Beloved, it would have been a Saturday, the Jewish Sabbath. And Jesus was in the synagogue. If Jesus were living today fully human as well as fully divine, and if Jesus was a Christian, which he was not, he was a Jew, Jesus would likely be in church, in worship service, on Sunday, on a day like this Sunday. And beloved, if Jesus just so happened to show up in any given church on any given Sunday, I would like to think the pastor, preacher, or teacher a complete fool if they did not relinquish the pulpit to Jesus on that given Sunday. Amen. But beloved, Jesus did not enter the synagogue on that particular Saturday to simply worship. Jesus came to teach. He had been the teacher of his disciples who would know him as the promised Messiah. But when he would enter other synagogues, who would he be? Would he be Jesus, Joseph's son, the carpenter's son, who showed up to teach them about carpentry? Would he be Jesus, the Nazarene, a country boy, who showed up to teach them about the ways of the unsophisticated, the poor, the less than among the sophisticated intellectual, the rich and wealthy, the greater than? Beloved, on this particular Sunday, when he, Jesus, entered the synagogue, newly baptized, inaugurating his ministry, he showed up as Jesus. Fully human as Jesus, fully divine as Jesus, the promised Messiah as Jesus, the impending Savior and Lord of the world as Jesus from heaven, as Jesus now on earth, as Jesus God incarnate. They were seeing God in the flesh when they saw Jesus. 
Beloved, when Jesus showed up, he basically showed up as, in a word, everything. When they saw Jesus, they saw everything. And beloved, everybody did not know that until he began to speak and he began to teach. Now, beloved, there's a phrase that states, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and to remove all doubt. Said another way, it's better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid than to open it and remove all doubt. You see, beloved, some people have a fascination with what is called the foot and mouth disease, where they often open their mouths and find that their words should have been better left unsaid. Opening your mouth to speak always carries consequences and sometimes risks. As Proverbs 18:21 counsels us, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Beloved, said another way, measure your words carefully, because once they come out, you cannot put them back in, or the consequences that result. Amen. Now, beloved Jesus, wisdom personified, had no need for such counsel regarding what to say, what to proclaim, or what to teach. For beloved Jesus spoke from heaven. And Jesus spoke for God from heaven. And Jesus spoke for God for God here on earth. That's what Jesus did. So, beloved, when Jesus began to speak and teach, Mark 1 and 22 reveals, and they were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. Beloved, when Jesus showed up and began to speak and teach, everything shifted. He spoke a word and Everything changed in the teaching of the scribes. Those who were considered to be the learned, the lettered, and the legacy when it came to an understanding and expounding of Jewish scripture, what was often found was the routine, the tradition, and the expected. The reverend doctors with the D men's and the M divs after their names, those titles before and those after, that would be akin to many of the scribes that they preach and teach without the power of the Holy Spirit. They taught out of their education, experience, and exposure, which would have been routine, traditional, and expected because they were the scribes. There was nothing apocalyptic. There was nothing revealing. There was nothing uncovering when they opened their mouths and spoke. When they began a verse, somebody else could finish it because they kept reading and saying the same things over and over and over again. Beloved, do you understand that when you came into Christ, you are supposed to become a new creature. And old things are supposed to pass away. And all things are supposed to become, help me out somebody. You see, beloved, if you will dare to truly be a Christian, then with the authority that you have in Christ, you will find that the worldly degrees of education cannot compare to God's degrees of elevation. You will find that the worldly titles of placeholders do not move heaven and earth like those who are godly stakeholders. You will find that the worldly status that some have as they let their jobs define them cannot hold a candle to your ability to define your work as service unto God with rewards from God expected. You see, beloved, Jesus astonished those who he heard as he transformed in his teaching the moment of routine into a moment of power. The moment of tradition into a moment of dunamis. And the moment of simple expectation into a moment of change. Beloved, when you come to church, I hope and pray that you come because you expect for something to happen. Please don't come to check the box on your calendar. 
come with the expectation that something is going to happen. Beloved, hear me right. When you show up, when you choose to show up as a Christian, when you walk in your authority, you come with power, dunamis, and change because you show up as Jesus showed up. That means when you step in the room, something is supposed to happen. And when you show up to live in your authority, as I hope and pray you will treasure your days in 2024 to do, you show up in three ways. In your authority, you come with availability. Said another way, you show up and people do not have to go looking for you. Wondering if you're going to come through like you said that you would do. Why? Because Jesus showed up. And you are a Christian. You're supposed to be following Jesus. Beloved, in your authority, you come with responsibility. Said another way, you can do things without having to be told everything. Because God has equipped you to do something. Why? Because Jesus could do things. And you're supposed to be a Christian following Christ. You should be able to do something. In your authority, beloved, you come with accountability. Said another way, you accept consequences of what goes right and what goes wrong. With great humility and recognition for the right. As well as a spirit of striving to learn to do better when things go wrong. When things don't go your way, you don't go away. Why? Because Jesus showed up and accepted the consequences of what went right and what went wrong. And as a Christian, you're supposed to do the same thing. Now, beloved, to be clear, it is one thing to say that you want to live with authority. The words themselves are incredibly empowering, uplifting, and energizing. Live with authority. Sounds like a good conference. The Live with Authority conference. Come to your Live with Authority seminar. Come get your Live with Authority book. Now, some of y'all taking out y'all checkbooks right now about to write something for that. I see you. I see you. Sounds good to you, don't it? It sounds good. Well, beloved, when the rubber meets the road, when the time of theory gives way to the time of practice, when it becomes time to stop talking about it and time to be about it, then you will find out how to really live with authority. Beloved, people often say that hard times make you or break you. From my perspective, hard times do not make you or break you. Hard times reveal you. And beloved, it was time for Jesus to be revealed as a hard time was coming for Jesus. Well, beloved, while Jesus was astonishing many with his teaching, somebody else showed up and shouted in Mark 1 and 23. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, beloved, in football, and I know we're in the thick of football season right now, at the Pop Warner level, at the high school level, at the college level, and at the NFL level, everyone understands the statement, any given Sunday, any given Sunday, on any given Sunday, anybody has a chance to win the game. On any given Sunday, anybody has a chance to prove that they have what it takes. On any given Sunday, anybody can be the victor or be the defeated on any given Sunday. And beloved, on any given Sunday, anybody can show up to church, to Sunday school, to devotion, altar call, praise and worship, to worship service. On the Jewish Sabbath, on a particular Saturday, while Jesus was teaching, a man showed up with an unclean spirit. 
Something was wrong with this man physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, likely significantly, negatively impacting his and his loved ones' health, wealth, and relationships. You know, when you or somebody is going through, it messes things up for everybody around you. And beloved, he came to Jesus, the one who was teaching with authority. While others were astonished by Jesus' teaching with authority, this man was afflicted, and he came to Jesus, the one who was teaching with authority. Beloved, if you will walk in your God-given authority, please hear me right, you are going to find yourself sometimes being a magnet for those who are afflicted in some areas of their lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, in their or their loved ones' health, wealth, and relationships. And beloved, when they come to you, it will not be you who they actually need. It will be he who is supposed to be in you who they really need. Some people come to you and you say, why are they coming to me? It ain't even you they see it. They're seeing something else inside of you. They believe that you can help them to get through all that they're going through. That's why they're coming to you. You see, beloved, this man was in need, and hear me right, he did not come to the scribes. They were there Sabbath after Sabbath after Sabbath. He didn't come to the scribes. He didn't come to that pastor. He didn't come to that preacher. He didn't come to that teacher. He came to Jesus. He came to Jesus. The one who was teaching with authority. And when he came to Jesus, the unclean spirit inside of him confronted Jesus. It's revealed in Mark 1 and 24 saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, or thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Beloved, sometimes when people seem to come at you, it may not be you who they are coming at. Some people, whether they can truly see it, say it or name it, because of what is going on inside of them, we have a problem with you, not because of you but because of who you represent when you live with authority. You see, beloved, the unclean spirit inside of the man showed itself as being disruptive and crying out. Know anybody like that? As being demeaning and make it seem like Jesus was from nowhere when he said Nazareth. Know anybody like that? As being demanding and wanting to know why Jesus was there. Know anybody like that? And as being disorderly and giving Jesus a title that Jesus had not yet said that it was time to even reveal. Know anybody like that? In totality, the unclean spirit inside of the man made the man just plain devilish and hellish. Know anybody like that? He was devilish and hellish inside the synagogue after having been devilish and hellish outside of the synagogue. It's like some people are devilish and hellish inside the church because they are devilish and hellish outside the church. Know anybody like that? You see, beloved, the church is not a place of initiation of their devilish and hellish ways. The church is a place of revelation of their devilish and hellish ways. Some people just need the right stage to show you who they really are. Now, beloved, do not look around. The first Sunday, I want to have a second Sunday. But do you really know who you sit beside on any given Sunday morning? 
and what they might be bringing to church with them. You see, beloved, the one sitting beside you might have an unclean spirit. Now I said, do not look around. I want us to have a church next Sunday. Praise God. Now, beloved, if you are living with authority, God will likely provide revelation. And then God will certainly provide your best way forward. You see, beloved, you will be wise to remember the words of 1 John 4, 3 and 4. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. And that is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Are there any overcomers in the house? Are there any greater thans rather than less thans in the house? Are there any heads that are tails in the house? Are there any of those they said was last, but trust, I'm trying to be first in the house. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Beloved, the he that is in you is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with the power to change things by authority. By authority first revealed in Jesus as Mark 1 and 25 shares and Jesus rebuked him saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. Hold thy peace and come out of him. Beloved, has anybody tried that in life? I'm sick. Has anybody told that disease, hold your peace and come out? I'm broke. Has anybody said, hold your peace and come out? They don't like me. Hold your peace and come out. Beloved, Jesus did not rebuke the man who was being afflicted. Hear me right. Jesus rebuked the demon who afflicted the man. Beloved, Jesus did not rebuke the man because of the sins that he may have committed because of the demon. Hear me right. Jesus rebuked the demon that it may have caused the man to sin. Beloved, Jesus did not rebuke the man who was possessed. Jesus rebuked the demon who possessed the man. Some of y'all fighting a wrong battle. Y'all fighting people when you need to be fighting spirits. You see, beloved, this man with the unclean spirit had come to the right place at the right time for redemption and deliverance if he wanted redemption and deliverance because the man with the unclean spirit came to Jesus, the one who talked and now spoke with authority. What the man and all who were there were about to learn was that Jesus' authority was not limited to words alone. No, beloved, Jesus was authority. As he told the demon to shut up. And Jesus told the demon to get out. Beloved, have you faced some demons in your life? Or in the life of your loved ones, demons manifested physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually in your health or their health, wealth, and relationships? And dare to have the authority to speak to the demons in your life or in the life of your loved ones and had to tell the demons to shut up and get out. Beloved, you will never know how much power, dunamis, change, and authority you have within you unless you begin to live with authority as a daughter or a son of God. Beloved, too many have lived as if they are in this world and of this world. 
And like a man with an unclean spirit occasionally choose to come to worship service with the expectation that they will somehow get something out of their sporadic experience. But beloved, if you are a daughter or son of God, then you must remember that you are in this world, but you are not of this world. But beloved, if you are a daughter or a son of God, then you must remember that you are a child of God. But beloved, if you are a daughter or a son of God, then you must remember, hear me right, that you have power, that you have dunamis, that you have change, that you have authority within you. You simply need to start living like you have power, dunamis, change. And authority within you. And then expect for your authority. Like Jesus' authority. To be more than words spoken. But as words spoken. To make things happen. Like those revealed in Mark 1 and 26. And when the unclean spirit had torn him. And cried with a loud voice. He came out of him. He came out. Beloved, the spirit, the unclean spirit, the demon fought to stay, but the spirit, the unclean spirit, the demon had to come out. It had to come out when Jesus spoke with authority. Beloved, some of us are ceding too much power to this world, to the spirits of this world. And we need to start walking in the power that God has given us and the authority thereof. You see, beloved, some spirits, some unclean spirits, some demons will only come out physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in your, your loved ones, health, wealth, and relationships when you choose to live with authority. And beloved, when you begin to live with authority, your life will be transformed. Like the transformation charged to us in Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to start thinking differently. Which means you got to start repenting on some stuff. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And beloved, when your mind is renewed, your words and your actions will be different. And others will recognize the difference, for all recognize the difference in Jesus found in Mark 1 and 27. And they were all amazed, insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What did he say? What new doctrine is this? What did he say? For with authority commanded he. Even the unclean spirits, they knew unclean spirits existed, but they didn't think they could do nothing well. And here come Jesus, and they do obey him. Beloved, demons should obey you if you will live into your God-given authority as a son and daughter of God, not simply as a son and daughter of whoever it is on your birth certificate. But when you were born again, God gave you more than what you could ever have and hope for. He said, you are mine, I am yours, you are in me, and I am in you. Therefore, there are some things that you should start to do because you are mine. Beloved, they have moved from being astonished by Jesus' teaching to be amazed by Jesus' power, teaching, and power revealed in Jesus' spoken word. Beloved, are you willing to be transformed by God to astonish people for the glory of God? Beloved, are you willing to be transformed by God to amaze people for the praise of God? 
Beloved, are you willing to be transformed by God to live with authority before people for the honor of God? Beloved, Jesus showed us what can happen when we live with authority, God's authority. What happens is that your life, your story, becomes a part of his story. And your life, your story, that is now a part of his story, makes people believe in Jesus' history. They will believe that your Savior lives because he will live through you. You see, beloved, in Jesus' own time, the word got out. As Mark 12, 28 shares, and immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. The news got out about the exorcism as an example of Jesus' power, dunamis change in authority. The news got out about the teaching as an example of Jesus' power, dunamis change in authority. The news got out about Jesus and the truth of Jesus' power, dunamis change in authority. Beloved, Imago Dei, you, the image bearers of God, what news are you spreading in how you live your life? Is your life a reflection of Jesus' power, dunamis change in authority? If so, good. Keep on keeping on. If not, is it time to change? All it takes is for you to dare to be who you say that you are, a Christian. That's all. And then you must trust and believe in Jesus with the expectation that by doing so, you will have some of Jesus' power, dunamis, change, and authority. Pastor, why would you say such a thing? I'm just me. Beloved, because Jesus said such an audacious thing. In John 14, 12 through 14, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he or she that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he or she do also. And greater works, greater works, greater works than these shall he or she do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Beloved, Jesus was saying, live with authority. Live with authority. Live with authority. Beloved, it is the first Sunday of 2024. Beloved, it is time to live with authority. Beloved, we must be available to God. Beloved, we must be responsible to God. And beloved, we must be accountable to God. And beloved, in return, God will do astonishing and amazing things in and through our lives that will give God praise, honor, and glory. Beloved, it is yours to have if you will have faith in God. Beloved, have faith in God and live with authority in 2024 and beyond. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.